Yes. I just got you up moving, and I was like, yeah, I wish I could schedule some dog attacks at work. <laughs> <laughs> Do they allow dogs? So. Like comfort dogs for the cancer patients or anything? Um, or are they not in there for very long? Do no, they're there for a while, but uh... Okay. You get to see them, right? Yeah. Um, you can't have animals around cancer patients generally. Like, uh, it depends what regimen they're on, but uh... Compromised immune system? Okay. But, um, there are therapy dogs at the hospital, just to, but I, I work in an office. I go to the hospital every so often. So what do you think about the Doomsday Argument? You were sitting here listening while Stephen and me were moving around. Honestly, um, I don't have a lot of opinions about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I wish I had something interesting to say about the Antarctic Principle or the Doomsday Argument, but I, I got nothing. That's yeah. why I've mostly just been listening. Yeah, I don't have anything interesting either. My my main thing is like sort of a naive realism where I'm just like, we're in the world, we'll figure out how later. And I'm not, I don't burn a lot of fuel worrying about other universes or whether or not ours is going to end soon. I worry about us wiping ourselves out a good deal, but I have no, like, I'm not, I'm not burning any, any concern on, I don't know, some mathematical reason for why. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, nothing like that keeps me up at night. So. Yeah, but there's no reason to be concerned about things that we ontologically are incapable of controlling. Yeah. I don't think that stops yeah. most of us, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> One of my special skills in my CV. I think, I don't know, I think it's kind of good that it's motivating. I think a lot of the stuff rationalist, the rationalist community does is based at least partly on this worry about the possible coming human extinction, and Doing some good, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying X risk in general is worth ignoring, but like it has to be of the kind of thing that you can at least in principle take action to avoid. Like you can't avoid the X risk of what if you're a Boltzmann Bol Boltzmann brain? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Boltzmann brain. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. The real weird thing about Boltzmann brains is, by the way, if that's true, then no experiment you have ever done has actually been done. So there's no reason to think that physics is actual physics, right? If there no. are Boltzmann brains, then the probability that the universe that we know as like quantum physics and so on is the actual universe is very low. So then the mathematics you have for Boltzmann brain is probably wrong. Right. Because, you know, it's very unlikely that you are... Sorry. I don't know what that is, Boltzmann brain. I don't think I've heard that before. Uh, so, in the quantum fluctuations, particles can come in and out of existence. Uh, there is nothing saying that, in theory, it is impossible for particles to come into existence spontaneously that form an entire like brain that is in the middle of thinking a thought or something. <laughs> I mean, it's it's stupid. It's as stupid as saying like. I can walk through a wall because there's nothing saying that my particles couldn't, you know, spontaneously move through the wall's particles. So, but the argument being that in an infinite universe of infinite space and infinite time, uh, eventually somewhere that's going to happen just because literally every possibility will be explored across all of infinite space it's and time. Very absurd, and I kind of love it. Right, yeah. Okay, I see Kyle. This is congrats on the episode, folks. The, the, the worst <laughs> thing is that in an expanding universe, okay, our live, okay, lives and galaxies will happen sort of once, and then after a while, galaxies will become too far away to, to you know, to continue happening for real, and you would only really have both brains happening every, let's say, 10 to the 10,000 years, whatever, 
but you know that will happen an infinite amount of time and you will only be alive once so it's a lot more likely that you are that single Boltzmann brain that happened throughout time and space an infinite amount of times and you are really that really living human being yeah. which is of course why we don't like infinite uh, uh, how to eternal inflation which is the theory where the universe sort of goes on forever because then it's really weird yeah that's a lot of weirdness it's kind of fun yeah. to think about but it's really, yeah, I find it always very depressing to think about, so I don't. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, then, then I get people asking me, but why? I'm like, ah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Steve just stole your account. Steve just stole your account. I'm just on. Like <laughs> okay. You called me Steve. Steve. It, it says it says Steve on that. Oh, it says Stephen on there. How did I? This yeah. is the second time I've done this this month, isn't it? Well, you get one more. I'm really sorry, sorry man. Friends. I don't know what's going on with my brain. <laughs> it's a bad brain. So I'm going to take it out back and spank it. <laughs> All right. Do we want to um, go to the next topic that somebody sent in? Sure. Oh, God. The YouTube. You. Watching, watching us be, like, lagged in YouTube is so weird. Okay, so we're going to have someone else come on now, or what? Um, yeah. well. And some of these are in email. We should see if anybody else wants over. to come on. If not, you guys can stay on. But I want to make sure we have enough time to talk to whoever wants to talk. Would anybody else like to come on and say hello or anything? I will just say real quick while we decide who's coming on next that um, at Vade, I thought of pronouncing it, has emailed a couple times asking us to do an episode on modern money theory. And I tried researching that, and it is some economic stuff that is well above my skill set. So unless you guys know about it, then um, we'll have to have an economist on to help us talk about to navigate That's that one. Probably a good idea anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like a cool topic. I, I did read some of the Wikipedia page and almost all of it went over my head. So um, we are interested in, I'm interested in, in learning more, but I mean, I'm not capable of talking about it at this point. So Oh, per Koi's request, uh, April wants to talk about the sequences. And I'm not sure wants to is the correct phrase here, but we're going to use that so it sounds more voluntary. <laughs> okay. No problem. Um, <laughs> so the sequences, they're long and... That makes it hard to recommend them to people. Yeah. Here, go so, read this thing that's several times the size of the Bible. Several being 1.75, I think. Oh, I thought it was like somewhere between 2 and 3. But 1.75 is still a lot I, of I, was, I, listened, I listened to episode 98 like earlier today while on a walk, so... Okay. Yeah, 1.75. So, I feel like not all of it is essential... Like, a lot of... I think we can edit it down. Yeah. I mean, I know By... they did in Rationality A to Z. Yeah, I mean, they cut out some stuff in that, but it's still, like, the bulk of the content. Mm -hmm. And I think, like... I don't know, for a while I've sort of had the idea of trying to write a version with, like, the vast majority of the content cut out and, like, mm -hmm. distilled to the base insights i guess mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not sure exactly how um effective that would be or whether like you need to spend a lot of time really engaged in the content to absorb any of it yeah. but i was about to say I i'm think, really curious how that if that would work as effectively I'm curious to try um with just maybe one sequence seeing if i can like summarize it without losing uh enough information that it's not worthwhile. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think 
and there's still a value in reading the whole thing, but you can still get most yeah. of the like most important stuff in a shorter work. Yeah, it might be worth doing anyway, even if uh, you know, if someone really doesn't have time to. Yes, sparks in this edition. We managed to give them a few insights from it, then it's still knowledge that exists where knowledge wasn't before. Yeah, it's yeah like rational, rationally abridged exists, mm -hmm. but it um it's like one sentence summaries of everything mm -hmm. which i think is too short it's too abridged <laughs> it's too abridged yeah. and up go our five terms <laughs> it's it's weird because i i've heard a a successful story defined as something which is as short as possible but cannot be shortened more to give the same experience and and i mean that's just a way to explain fiction but in in my opinion, the, the point of that is that you need a certain amount of experience to give emotional valence, which is what you want out of a, a work of fiction. And the sequences, like a lot of it, you can get a lot of the information without reading all the sequences. All this, a lot of it has been written about before. There's self-help books, there's textbooks on various topics, but the way it was written gave it a sort of emotional valence to me that made it stand out where all those other things just kind of faded into the background of my life. So I would also like an abridged thing yeah. that can give the same sort of emotional Curious. thrust. Yeah. Without telling someone here, read this massive holy tome that we have, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have the skill to do that. And I don't know how well it could be done and still retain that stuff. Because yeah. oh, yeah, you don't want to tell everybody China. what you really got to do is be alive in 2009 through 2012 and reading along <laughs> on the internet. Because that just doesn't doesn't work as actionable advice. Alright. So, in addition to just shortening it, I also think it can be explained in ways that reduce inferential distance. Okay. Uh, I saw someone say Updoor 5, which is the book by the XKCD Randall Monroe, which like explained a bunch of stuff using the most thousand or the thousand most common words in English. The Thing Explainer. Oh, I have that book. <laughs> oh no, that's Thing. The book is Thing Explainer. It was the original comic was Up Five. Oh, perfect. So, I think a lot of these sequences is like catered to you know, the kind of nerdy people that most rationalists are, and that it, if explained using different words, it could probably reach a wider audience. Yeah, that's something else that I, I think is a... Which is, I guess it's sort of a related idea it's, of revising sequences. It's also a product of its time. Like, a hundred years from now, these sequences aren't going to be useful because there's so many pop culture references and anime tropes and things that, like, you know if you're in the culture, but... You just won't after a while. It's like how they make people read the Quran in the original uh, Arabic. No, Arabic. Arabic, thank you. Uh, but, I mean, even so, it's been written, like, what, 500 years ago, the Quran now? People aren't going to get the same thing out of it, even written, even reading the original language they did then. So, on the other hand, it's only been 10 years. We can, yeah, we can do better. Yeah, I think it's a bit premature to start worrying about that. Yeah. But. I would be happy if it was still around <laughs> and in the culture in the future, but uh, 1300 yeah. plus years. Yeah, 700 ish AD, I think. Oh! Okay. Like, did you realize it was that long ago? 
People are discussing the other short stories in the XKCD forums. Okay. I kind of hate that abbreviation, but it caught on. What did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if people went around calling me bro, I'd be like, I'm bro. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could be like original claim to it, because it fits better than just like the usual moniker, like, hey, bro. Right. Yeah. My, my work handle is always Zoobs. Yeah. A lot of people, Which isn't any shorter than Zulu, but... Right. But it sounds cooler. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do call me E, like, even among my friends, though, so... Yeah. E-Pain? E-Dog? Not, not E-Pain yet. <laughs> 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 Haven't caused quite enough pain to them. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep working on that. To, oh, God. No, Emmanuel, please, no. Valid <laughs> 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 Big Yud. Yeah, that was fun. Big E. Uh-oh. Uh Why we here hears no audio? Does anyone else hear audio? Um, I hear audio. It might have just been internet outage. Yeah, just for a second, let's take it back. Some in. tube cloggage between here and there. Which I've always thought was he was unfairly maligned for that that comparison. I mean, the, the the senator who said the internet isn't like a dump truck that comes to your house; it's a series of tubes. <laughs> and you think he was unfairly maligned? Well, I mean, it was clear from context that he didn't really know what he was talking about. But on the other hand, a series of tubes is actually a very apt metaphor for the internet. It's, I mean, that's I love that phrase, uh, and it is a nice visualization, I guess. Yeah. It makes sense. You're constantly streaming data from one node to another. Reminds me of YouTube. What reminds you of YouTube? Uh, the tube the metaphor. Tubes. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were going to say the dump truck. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just because I like stretching metaphors, I can imagine having a faucet with two million handles, and that's the one that you you pull the one to open the website. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're steampunk internet. Exactly. That, that was exactly what I was thinking when you said the internet's a series of tubes, and I was remembering steampunk internet, or it was literally a series of tubes. Awesome. <laughs> What is that? Sorry for getting off topic real quick, but what was the, the music like, steampunk music? Oh, um, you haven't heard of that before? That seems like it'll get your alley. Maybe I have? I don't know. Um, how do I describe that genre? Uh, you know what? I will just, I will send you some Something like songs, because I'm having a hard time thinking of how I would, like, what I would compare it to. So, April, you say there is a Sequences Abridged out there. Have you read it? Um, I looked over it, but like I said, it's about one sentence per sequence article, so I didn't like sit down and read it because I'd already read the sequences. Okay. It's a good like resource if you're trying to remember a particular article or something, I guess, but just reading I don't think you're unless you're like meditating deeply on each sentence in it, you're not gonna get much out of just reading it, I think. Okay. Macadam says that series of tubes is actually a very bad analogy, except for through the calculations in a model. All right, I am bad. I live on bad analogies. I like it. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's the um, link in there. Sweet. So, or who was it that wanted to start the this project to make a more concentrated sequences? I mentioned it. I think Jess said that they were also interested in the idea. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm actually I haven't sent this notification because I keep getting distracted, but I'm actually going to see if I can take a sequence and cut it down really short without 
losing a lot of the information or just the emotional games. What do you think, um, April, of the the sequence things uh, section that we have? Um, well, I want to say all episodes, but that's a lie on many of our episodes. <laughs> um, I think it does a good job yeah, of explaining. I don't know. I don't always listen to all the episodes all the way through, so I haven't like listened to more than like a handful of the sequence sections. So I don't know if I can give much detailed feedback on them, but they, okay. I mean, they're good content. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It probably takes we probably talk about them longer than it takes to read most of them. So that's if you're going for. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think listening to them is a replacement for actually reading the sequences, but I think they can help you, you know, get more out of them if you, if that makes sense. I mean, to me, it's almost like a we want more of the sequences. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Which, speaking of, I am, I am, I don't know what the word is. I have you next to me. I can at any time like go to your house and shake you and like tell me what happened when you talked to Brian. <laughs> and yet, I still have to wait till Monday to find out what happened. I am dying. You can you get it in center access if you want it. It open time. Okay. I just I don't want to like you know bother you every week. Be like Stephen, tell me everything that I'm gonna hear. I'd be, hour. I'd be happy to go over it with you. And Steve would be fun. like, why did I edit this entire episode? Oh. I'm just going to tell it to you. Yeah, I can tell you guys that. Um, so he finally got back to me after getting a chance to talk about it with his daughter. And we'll talk about it on, I guess, not the episode that's coming out on Monday, but the one after. So you guys get the sneak peek. His daughter did pass the 246 mm. test. Cool. Uh, wow. Uh, that is impressive. Wow. But yeah, I did pass that. I, <laughs> that is impressive. With his seven-year-old, and she did it too. So I asked if I could help her with the research. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the insight was that she asked him, uh, Brian's daughter asked him, hey, can, how will I know if I'm wrong? And I'm like, all right, that's it. She, she's good enough. Um, oh, the two forces wait, wait, wait. task from, uh, uh, from Methods of Rationality, Phoenix. Um, also, the it, I think it's probably in the sequences somewhere. If not, someone posted in a great link that I've got open on my other computer. Um, let's do it online. So uh, I kind of want to give it to Phoenix. Yeah, you don't know what it is. Yeah, I want someone to give then it to Phoenix. It, I really want to. Phoenix, so. stop listening right now. I mean, you can call in and do it. Oh, that would no, be great. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix, I mean, call yeah. in. Yeah, like, we want. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no forced uh, communications. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you don't have to. We are not going to force anything on you, but that would be awesome. <laughs> the people want it. So Please, Phoenix, is sure to give them the chat. I totally agree. Cool. With your right to choose. Okay. Um, what else? <laughs> no pressure, just do it for us. something about we want more or something else. I can't remember. Because Brian, well, he's never mind. I'll find out in two days. One day. Oh my god, it's Sunday already. Did I tell oh. you? I think I did mention, yes, on, on the write-in. I actually was looking forward to work when I was driving in last month. Yeah, that's so I knew I would hear your episode. There was a comment on Reddit where I was reading that comment, or you're one about Sherlock, I think, mm -hmm. and it's like Stephen struggled to pronounce Inyasha's name and acted like he didn't know. He does know this is his channel, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a joke. I can't tell if the commenter on Reddit was joking or not because I don't know how much clearer I could have been. We did a prequel episode. Inyasha's. I, I commented back. Like, We're recording the hundredth episode of our podcast this weekend. There's a groomsman at my wedding. Like I, I, can, I know who he is. <laughs> Um, yeah, the uh, what was, oh the best feedback that I had I think that just for my own like made me smile for this podcast what for the we want more one 
was from uh, Matt Freeman, who did the We've Got Worm podcast, the one that I consistently talk about how we ripped it off the disc, with, with permission. And he had said, thank you so much for doing this, because I now get to be in the seat where I hate the, where I'm mad at the co-host, <laughs> because there was a lot of like people being mad at Scott Daly, who was the who played the role of Brian in their version of the podcast when they did Worm. And the role. Uh, he now gets to be the people who are mad at Scott. Um, it was just he, he's like thank you for giving me this experience <laughs> so why were people mad at Scott and why are people mad at Brian uh, like you're being unfair to the protagonist kind of thing oh, okay. um, I, I think there's there's more uh, nuance there but that's the, the short version short enough that on theirs they made a emoji of it and it, it's a like why but you're being unfair to Taylor mm-hmm. um, and yes Koi everyone should listen to We've Got Worm uh, especially if you've read Worm and if you haven't yet and want to read this as a companion podcast, uh, they do about an arc per episode. And I went through and re-listened to it, or rather, I, n- I didn't listen to it as uh, it was coming out because I already read Worm. But I listened to it as a standalone thing like six months ago, and it was awesome. So check it out. Should we get Phoenix on here for the two four six? If they're down, uh, said yes twice. Okay, cool. Then yeah, yeah. they are down. Then they're in, and I'm gonna go ahead and we've still got. Like, I don't think, uh, like, Tay's talked in a while, so. Tay and April, we are going to let you go unless you had anything else to say. Um. Bye. Thanks. I don't have anything else thank to say. Thank you so much. Bye. This was a lot of fun. Thanks Good for night. calling in. Good night. Yeah, thank you for calling in. What, once we work out the bugs, I want to do these more often. Yeah, this, yeah, this is great. I'd be down to talk more often. It would be really good. We could do this, think, like, yeah. maybe every December. Well, we could even do it, like, super frequently if we were just to call in from our own computers at home. And that's save a lot of this mic mm. madness. That's it true. Alright. Okay. I'm worried this would get old if it happened very often. I mean, people could just join whenever they wanted. Yeah, that's true. Alright. Alright. Okay. Anyways, it's really yeah. rocking. Yes. And uh, we're going to invite uh, Phoenix on next. Also, I love your comments on the Discord. I know that I don't post it very much, but I do read almost everything that goes on there. Yeah, I stalk the Discord. <laughs> Same. Okay. So. Thank you. See ya. Right, cheers. Thanks for being on. Phoenix. I don't even think I'm doing a roll. Ah, there we go. How are you doing? I'm all right. Excellent. Dicking around with code things. Cool. That reminds me, I was going to mention about uh, summarizing sequences. There exist free tools for, like, simplifying text. So you can have a really long news article. No, they're not very good. They're not very good, but that'd be, that might be a good place to like just trim it down to... I, I think know. a lot of what they do is like find the most important paragraphs and then just like only include those. Ah, okay. Yeah, it, humans are still much better at doing this than machines. Yeah, I'm all about the, sh- the shortcuts. All right, are we ready for our online 246 task? Yes. Oh, we should really quickly introduce Phoenix, maybe? Do we need to? I guess we didn't introduce anyone else. Hi, this is Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix is <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it did the replacing guilt thing. Yeah, yeah. You've got the cool flair episode. and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the rules of the two four six task. I don't want to screw this up. Um, so two four six returns a yes. Yeah. And go ahead, Ignash. You got to find out what the rule is that produces a sequence of numbers. We give you the first sequence for free, and that sequence is two four six. And you can ask us. Um, Give us any sequence of numbers, and we'll tell you whether or not uh, the numbers follow that rule, whether the rule would create those numbers. And once you think you have the rule, uh, you know what it is, then you tell us what you think the rule is. 
Cool. Right? Yeah. I now remember this, but I've never done it before. So let's do it. Okay. So two, four, six is the first sequence. And you get to hit, you get to ask us with triplets of numbers. We will return true or false. All right. One, one, one. False. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Yes. Uh, three, two, one. No. Um, one, one, one. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, two, two. No. Two, three, four. Yes. Two, four, three. No. no. Uh, nine, eight, seven. No. Seven, eight, nine. Yes. Okay. So far, it looks like an increasing thing. Um, one, two, one. No. Uh, three, four, two. No. Okay. So far, not generating any hypotheses other than just it's increasing. Uh, our non, uh, are multiple digit numbers allowed? I mean, you can give us a, yeah, give us a triplicate and we'll tell you if well, it's or not. Okay, sure. Uh, 10, 11, 12. Yes. 10, 11, 9. No. Uh, Okay, what other patterns could possibly fit this? Uh, one, five, ten. Yes. Uh, huh. Have you actually seen anyone do this? I'll do it in my life when I get home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just hope I didn't miss something that invalidated the increasing hypothesis. Man, okay, what other hypothesis could possibly fit this? Uh, that I can actually test. Um, 10, 100, 1,000. Yes. Uh, 10, 100, 101. Yes. 10, 100, 100. No. Uh, negative 3, negative 2, negative 1. Yes. Uh, Negative three, two, negative one. No. Mm -hmm. April's faster at typing than I'm at listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm not reading the chat right now. Should I or should I not? No, no, you're fine. They're just going through and chronologizing or put, writing down every prediction, putting true or false next to it. Oh, and thank you. Yeah. I appreciate but you. Don't read chat. People are talking about it. Okay. Um, I will continue not reading chat. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh one one point five two. Yes. I uh, know. One point five two. It has to be introduced. Did oh it? well, okay. <laughs> oh, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean that's not that big of a giveaway. Well, I think th that was one of the I mean, it's been a while since I've read that chapter, do you think? 
you've read it much more recently than I have. I am sorry. The correct answer is no. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, whatever. Wait, who's yelling spoilers? Because I, I said that I oh, pointed out. I, I spoiled it. But I didn't spoil like the rule. I just, I, you corrected me. Yeah. How long do we want to continue guessing before we tell? I, I think feel we like can make a prediction. We'll just play if your prediction's right or wrong and then let you try some more. I feel like pretty high confidence. I don't know what number, whatever. Uh, that it's just increasing integers. That is the rule. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but what's fun is apparently 20% of adults get this wrong uh, on their first guess. All the <laughs> people in the Discord have been like doing this with friends and they get some more... Uh, well, I guess it varies. I, I'd have to go through and see how many people did it and what their results were. But a lot of people got varying results. Like they offered five bucks or something. And got people to actually think about it. I could have sworn when Harry did it, he said that it was any real number. As long as it was increasing. But he said integers, but... He said integers? We can just check. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, the point is... Uh, or the point that I, I, Harry was making is... Uh, people rarely try to falsify their own hypotheses. So often when people do this task, they won't try to... They won't do anything that would... I was right. It's any three real numbers in increasing order. I shouldn't have questions. Oh, I didn't even think about <laughs> putting more numbers in there. Maybe, oh, uh, man, uh, that's a good point. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe um, people just don't consider non-integers to be real. But, yeah, well, I mean, wrong. obviously not by definition, but intuitively, <laughs> like if you think of one point three four, that's not a real number. <laughs> you have one point three four children. <laughs> You can, but... <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't want to. Yeah. I've never seen 1.34 in real life, either. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen any numbers. Well, yeah, you've seen instances of numbers. Yeah, I've seen representations of numbers. Right. Numbers don't really exist. If you've seen a number written down, that counts as seeing the number, though, right? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I'm just hurting my own brain now. It's At this point, yeah, we, we need to ask like a philosopher of language or a mathematician hey, or something. Please, since you're on here, oh, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Hey! I mean, you guys, we got to talk about the courage to be disliked at some point. Got to talk about the what? Uh, the, yeah. cur um, the courage to be disliked. It's a book. Okay. You mentioned that on the episode you were over, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. It's like one of the other books that I think actually literally everyone should read. Cool. Yeah. Um... I'd love to do an episode on it sometime. I thought, yeah, you said you were going to do that at some point when you got a chance. Phoenix, I'd like to have you on for that episode. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, now, taking notes on this book is going to be weird. Yeah, now that I've done an entire book, like, review, that is that is much more work than I was expecting. I love doing book reviews. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I do them for, I, I'm, I'm horrible. I do critical analyses of books for fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do that with um, fiction yeah. books. Like, every... Yes. Every time I go to a book club, I post afterwards, you know, a book review-ish thing, but it's really different when you have a non-fiction book making an argument. That's, that doesn't come naturally to me. Jess, at some point you mentioned having, like, saved some of your old book reviews, and I still want to read those. I just had right. forgotten. Yeah, um, I mean, I could show you. I mean, I'm, I have one of uh, that book that we're currently reading, uh, Air Parent. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, be a, I gotcha. I'm already, I'm already up. I'm happy to show you that after we read it. 
This is how long has this gone on that Steve needs to charge his laptop? Um, it's um, oh, my laptop also just as old and sucks. It's three thirty. Three thirty. Okay. So we've been going for a pretty long time. <laughs> went a lot faster than I thought. Uh, your, your calendar says it ends at six. Is that actually right? No. I just um, <laughs> just took a random end time there. Okay. So I not to. <laughs> over the time that we were doing the live podcast. I don't, I don't think we're going to go to six. Afraid you're not tethered. <laughs> I'm already kind of falling asleep. Yeah, when, we, uh, when people asked in the text channel how long it was going to go, I said, eh, two hours-ish. And it's been, I mean, it's been two hours-ish since we got over the uh, <laughs> the technical problems and started the episode. I thought we'd just go until we got tired. I mean, some of us are getting a little bit tired. I've been tired. <laughs> um, I was I born tired, Stephen. Yeah. But, uh, it's a group of tired folks. Anyway, yeah, the courage to be disliked. Uh, we should do an episode on it. It's about Adlerian psychology. Um, I think it's useful advice, like just self help wise, but also. Uh, it, it's, it, it's kind of in the same. Go ahead. Uh, it's weird in that, like, a lot of the lessons are things that you can describe them, but then really to understand them, you have to chew on them for like three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what, it, what we've been yeah. doing. Like, uh, it has really good advice, I guess I should say, but oh, what are you doing? We're going to leave him taking one of a picture. Yay! Yeah, let me make a less stupid smile. Nope. <laughs> we're all born with stupid smiles. That's what we're stuck with. Some people have not stupid smiles. Look, students got this one. Export. I just want to cut it in the clipboard. You shouldn't. So I'm not like tired, tired because I'm daffing today, which mm-hmm. is what we or the, the cool kids say when they're using the Daphne they say I'm Daphne <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like I don't want to burn out either nor do I want to burn out our audience so we should probably wrap it up like in the next 15 minutes or so unless anyone will just dying for a turn uh, we but we'll get to this a little more often yeah. what's your guess? we didn't get to talk to Kyle yet oh yeah, yeah talk to Kyle they had a um, philosophy thing they wanted to talk about oh yeah oh, nice um Kylie, you said what the name was? Uh, they're at Happy Tortoise. Happy Tortoise, did you want to come in? <laughs> Koi says they could do four more hours of this, at least. It's more than I could do, man. Yeah. All right. I'm glad that we did this, though, because... Yeah, I think this would be fun. We can do more of them, and we can... Frankly, we've got the, the live channel. Maybe I'll just jump in there once in a while when I'm bored. Like, it's been a really slow week at work. It's mm-hmm. not uncommon in software to have, like, basically a code freeze for, like, basically most of December. So we haven't been releasing features, and I don't think I... Let's see. Last week, I maybe... I remember there was a day where I wrote one line of code. So <laughs> uh, there's lots of time to not do much. Oh, man. I'm, so bu- I'm just always constantly in a state of being behind at my job. Our team is constantly a state of being ahead to the point where it's like the only complaint we have for management, which is pretty cool. And like that's a good complaint to have because they keep throwing work at us. But they can't make work fast enough for us to do it. It's not that, like we're all awesome. It's that they keep overestimating how hard our stuff is. Um, so it's like Kyle's not responding. I'm taking a break. Um, highly trained neural networks wanted to come in and say hi. All right. Phoenix, I think we'll let you go and uh, jump in with highly trained neural network. Yeah. We're going to find out is it, if they're a person or not. <laughs> we're just a highly trained neural network. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Phoenix. You rock. Bye. Bye. I don't know if I'm being heard. You are being heard. Yes. How are you? Oh, uh, perfect. Hey, guys. Last week tonight on robocalls. 
not. It, they're like they like reply. Ha ha ha! No, I am a real. I get. Please just say you're not a robot. Ha ha ha! Of course I'm a real person, <laughs> and it's it's sort of disarming. But yeah, so please say the words. I'm not a robot. I don't know. If can't do that. <laughs> It was very bad quality anyway, may have been a outage, but yeah, highly trained neural network disappeared as soon as you said, please say the words, I'm not a robot. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Found the robot. I did it. All right. Ah, my Wi-Fi crapped out. It crapped out in a really hilarious <laughs> Cool. Uh, I think an amazing login just wanted to say hi. Yeah, sounds good. Let me, uh, amazing login. You are Hi. live. Hi there, amazing. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I'm amazing. Now you can uh, rub that in your friends' faces. Oh, yeah. My friends that don't know what this is about. <laughs> and also, I, I literally yesterday played in front of more people will ever hear this. Oh. <laughs> like uh, a concert. Really? Orchestra stuff. Oh, uh, nice. Congrats. A big, a big church and uh, like about 200 people. So That's awesome. Like, I can't really rub this into people's faces. Right. What, uh, what instrument do you play? Viola. Ah, excellent. Yeah. The slightly, the slightly large violin. Okay. <laughs> but not the really large violin. No, oh, of course not. It's the, the middle-sized violin. I mean, it's it's the second child. <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the other one. It's the bigger one. The cello, you actually sit down on the floor, right? Okay. It's like bigger than me. Yeah, no, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I can still hold mine and like stand up and play and stuff. Oh, yeah, Apocalyptica is the four cellos guys, right? Uh, There's this great band called Apocalyptica, which just plays on four cellos. And oh, well. I know them most because uh, they put out a Metallica cover album where they just oh, yeah. do like 10 Metallica songs that on four cellos. Really cool. It's Can fantastic. That and they have one cello that is basically James Hetfield's voice, you know? <laughs> it, it, it hits all the same notes he hits. Obviously, it's not a human voice, but it's, it's great. I like it. There's yeah, also yeah. YouTuber Tina yeah, Gow. They are really good players. Yeah. And they're going to be here in like a week. I know. Maybe I should go see them. Yeah, come on. I'm thinking about it. Thank you. Thanks for going. Okay. Random people on World of Warcraft will just be like, hey, have you ever heard of Rasputina? And I'm like, I've heard of Rasputina because of my name, but I've never actually heard of Rasputina. So. Yeah, since I've never heard the name, that's your like handle and some stuff. Yeah, on World of Warcraft. Yeah. I really should go because hear good things about it. And I got nothing else. The only thing is, I hate New Year's Eve. It's like the worst holiday. Well, that'll make it better. Yes. I'm not sure I want to be out with all the people that are celebrating the worst holiday, though. No, that's my story. Oh, I hate their dogs. Yes. Just pretend. Gonna get a high dev shot of Arya to rub everyone's face. Just pretend it's what? Sorry. Just pretend it's Newtonmas. Nailed it. Okay. Awesome. Sorry, we're being distracted by a cute in real life doggo. Oh, yes. Which is somehow even better than pictures of doggos. Oh, my minion! Take vengeance! 
Alright, um, do we want to answer another two questions? Um, from, uh, the document before we go? Um, yeah, I don't think I actually planned with it enough notes. So, who did we just unmute? Uh, Emmanuel, because they wanted to be. We'll make sure to unmute everybody or to, yeah, fix the channel for future live chats. Don't worry. Um, as far as the doc. Uh, oh! Yeah, I mean, Immortality sounds like its own episode, doesn't it? Yeah. So Lucas wrote in wanting us to do one on that. We uh, will, I promise. Yeah, I really... That's not like, my special interest, so I can't wait to that. Okay, I'll fix the thing right after this is over, because when I go to unmute people... Oh, because some people are server-muted, and some people are just not guests, and so they're regular-muted. Yeah, so if I, like, I unmute April, I'm not sure if he'll come back into this or not. Oh, it's a dog. Okay. But are we wrapping it up then? Um I was gonna see if uh, Kyle was still on and wanted to say something. Hey! Yeah, because I muted you, so we'll have to I think I'll just unmute everybody after the call is over. It's just turning into chaos here, man. Chaos I mean. Yep. Oh no, April's muted again. Uh okay. I guess Kyle left. Um yeah. So let's let everybody talk and then. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we are willing to take one more person in before we go? That sounds good. Alright, one last person that wants to get in. Unless Amazing Login, you wanted to say anything else. I'm sorry. I realized we just shuffled you off unfairly and too soon. No, I think dogs coming in to save the day is good enough. <laughs> cool. Alright, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem. Uh... I know this makes me a terrible person for half the population, but I really prefer dogs to cats. I mean, it's it's different strokes. Yeah, like the cool thing about my cat is if I leave her alone for five hours, she's stoked. Right. So if you leave a dog alone for five hours, they're like, oh my god, they're never coming home. Exactly. Dogs are so cute. <laughs> Phoenix says, I don't think most people's morals are quite so specific. <laughs> yeah, most people like to exaggerate things. Like back when the PC versus Mac Wars were a thing. Oh, uh, HP Biz. The first thing I asked a Google Assistant was like, hey Google, cats or dogs? <laughs> What did, what did Google uh, say? I forget what it said. It, uh, it was. It said like according to Wikipedia, uh, dogs are more popular. Sorry. <laughs> hey Alexa, <laughs> what's better, dogs or cats? I like both cats and dogs, but I'm really more of a non-wall person. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you guys could hear Alexa's super non-committal answer. She said <laughs> she likes both cats and dogs, but is more of a narwhal person. It's a very good way to not offend any of their customer base. Hmm. Respectable. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Immortality, I think, deserves its own thing. Mm -hmm. And all of these are like entire show things, right? Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, just thought we'd try and. I figured that this would be slower with people calling in, so. Yeah, yeah let's uh, save the feedback for like the next feedback episode. Feedback for later. Alright. Any other random stuff while you guys have us captive audience? Yeah, any other questions you want us to answer? Anybody else want to talk? 
Do just talk about narwhals? <laughs> no, narwhals is the next big thing. Great Alexa, where did you real a conversation? Oh, geez, who wants to come in? Why, Why are we so lovable? Um, it's a steel man. We've been working hard on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen us ten years ago. Honestly, like <laughs> I was gonna deny the the claim. <laughs> but like maybe Angela's like maybe in saying that is a joke, or maybe not for me. That's like true. Uh, <laughs> that's actually true for me. Yeah. I. So about four years ago, I had a party at my place, and I had gotten back in touch with someone who I'd known in college. Uh -huh. I only went through the one year in college, and I was like, oh my god, Mark is back, because in college we were like tight, oh, yeah. we were friends, you know, we did everything together. We did the Perfect Strangers dance together, and then he'd jump in my arms at the end, and I'd catch him, uh, uh -huh. like this Perfect Strangers day. It was, it was a lot of fun. But anyways, he came over, and he was the most annoying, obnoxious person in the world, just constantly mugging for the camera and there wasn't even a camera around you know it was oh when he finally left i was like oh thank god he's finally gone and everyone was like the door didn't close all the way yet he might have heard you you asshole oh, no. it's like i think the door closed but if it didn't whatever i want to see him again like, but i don't think mark is listening if he is i apologize i'm sure you're a great person mark and you were just nervous at one party or something but anyways after he left uh chris one of my friends who's been my friend for almost since college, the past 20 years or so, I was like, yeah, you were just like him, man. That's why you guys were best friends. I'm like, oh, no. No. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And I'm like, how did you stay my friend? Because uh, apparently I was I was also one of those desperate for attention, will do anything, including be annoying, as long as it gets people to look at you kind of people. Uh, well, uh, I, was, I guess all that shows the character growth from you since college, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that, I, I, I don't know. I was just responding to... Uh, I like learned social skills in my twenties. I was just like kind of a I don't know, I would just be reading books. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you learn to buy reading books? No. Uh, by playing MMOs. Oh, that's good. <laughs> they force you to interact with people a lot and do. don't give you much else to do while you're grinding out the ten thousandth mob. And also you're anonymous. Yeah. Because, like the social anxiety of interacting with people in real life prevented me from ever like taking chances, talking to strangers, like saying anything that I, might, I thought might be controversial at all. <laughs> you said you played one of the Korean ones, right? Uh, Ragnarok Online, yeah. I've heard of that one from someone else, too. It was pretty popular for a while. Even better, devolving arcs where you see the person getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a let me go. How about you, Steven? How are you so lovable? What happened? I don't have a good answer prepared for this. I'm told that I'm nice. Um, <laughs> Don't you practice it actually? Like you were saying after you watched Mr. Rogers movie in particular that uh Well like after I heard about that movie existing. Yeah. Um I don't know, like yeah, it's hard to give an answer that it doesn't sound like I'm patting myself on the back. Um I I'm afraid to commit to an answer. I think just try to be nice to people, recognize that everyone's doing their own thing and for the most part everyone's doing their best. And, you know, to the point where they're obviously not, or they're, they're obstructing or something, then it's it's different. But people, everyone's just trying to do what they can with what they've got. For what it's worth, you were basically like this when I met you. And when I first met you, you were still pretty damn young. So you must have been like this most of your life. No, mainly just since right before I met you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> maybe since right before. It would have been my early 20s. Um, yeah, my, like, ability to make friends, my relationship history... I was like finally freed up from being in a relationship for the first time in like my early twenties, and then shortly thereafter met my wife. So 
um, which is great. But I also love saying my wife. It, it titillates me every time I get to say that word. And so, yeah, I, I don't have much of a good answer. And if the earlier relationship had been like toxic to you. Oh, yeah. Um, that was like, you, you find, I don't know how many boxes you have to check on the this is an abusive relationship list for it to be abusive, but you check several of those boxes. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to check one of them. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, like, with some, like, some of those, you know, diagnoses in DSM, it's like you got to click five of seven or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but think it's. Yeah, you're right. It's the same as like a That's fair. Yeah. It's like no no, they hit you, but they they don't they don't put you down in public. So yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> um anyway, yeah, that that didn't really like I don't think that hurt me being a good person, but I think just being around good people is the other main thing. Yeah. Like finding finding good influences for yourself and you never stop being influenced, so you just try to surround yourself with with positive folks. Yep, that's what I would do. Ooh, speaking of which, that uh our very first caller from Kansas. Crap, what was the handle now? I forget. History will tell us when we play this episode back. That's true. But maybe we can also get them to join the the Denver, you know, rationalist trap. Like, it sounds like we might be getting GSV here. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they have a pretty cool thing going in Kansas. So. It's true. I was going to say. Uh, or maybe they can import all their Kansas people. <laughs> right. Just move everyone out of here. Yeah. Just a base here. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we managed to get Jess in. That was a good find. Good job, Steve. You didn't have to try very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was so out of New Jersey. Cool. So over at that point. I'm glad um, you landed here. Oh, you were moving? Oh, you, yeah, too. I, I honestly, uh... You don't have to take these off now until we're not listening to people anymore. Oh. That's right. Oh, um, GSB, what did... GSB, did you still want to talk? Yeah. He says it's also important to try and improve problematic people, which is true. It's true. But not extent. everyone has the energy for that. And like, there's, there's the best, the best paraphrase I heard of it, and this isn't quite the same thing, but like, you can't keep other people warm by setting yourself on fire, right? Right. And I know people have done that, where they just they run themselves ragged and try to make everyone else happy, yeah. and <laughs> and and it's it's tough because at, at some point you're like, okay, now I've got to abandon this person. Maybe it's a mentality, and it's like, and I've been there too. I mean, I I could, I, it's a long story, but I had this guy living with me for like six months who I knew was actively stealing from me, mm. you know, and it, like, he was just the most, it, the, you know, we got him two jobs. He, he lost both of them within three days, missed his first shift for, shift for one of them, just a complete, like, all right, cool. You're not ready to be helped right now. And at some point it was like, all right, go, you got to go fuck off. You got like two days, get your shit out of here. Um, but that took a long time. So, uh, it's, it's a weird balance to strike. Cause did you see that? Um, that back and forth, uh, text back and forth, I think I posted it on Twitter about the uh, mom with the trans kid and uh, yeah. a friend. It was like, I expected it to be because it started out with, you made my child sick. And the <laughs> response was like, I am so sorry. Does she have a cold? What happened? I didn't have any symptoms. And the mom was like, she wants to be a boy now. And, uh, and like, I thought it was going to go directly into where all of these things go to where one person slams the other one and there's a bunch of dunking and everyone on one side cheers and everyone on the other side goes like, this is what's what's wrong with people on the other side, whether it be left or right. Right. But no, instead the mom was the, the friend was like really like compassionate and caring and just listened to her and replied. And like it ended af after going back and forth for, I don't know how long it must have taken them 20, 30 minutes, but it ended with the mom being like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that my, my, uh, my, I guess, I don't know if she was referring, 
I don't think she was using son yet because she wasn't, you know, quite there. She was like, I'm glad that my child has this friend and I will get them a binder and thank you. I want them just to be healthy and happy as well. And it was like the most heartwarming thing I've ever seen. And having hard conversations that are fruitful, I think is super valuable, but that's, that's distinct from keeping a toxic person in your life because it's important to like try and help them. Right. Yeah. Like if someone's bringing your life down, I don't know. The other way, I guess maybe that stay positive is I don't get out that much. So um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have a large sphere of people that I'm interacting with and almost all of them are by choice. And the ones that I'm forced to interact with that I don't like interacting with, I interact with very little. So, uh, um, do we want to put Jesse in? Yeah, if they want to come on. Oh, they said yes. All right. Then. Oh, an amazing login says, on net, I left my last partner in a better spot than they were before we met, but the process made me worse off. And also, I did some bad things I never want to do again. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, it sounds relatable. Yeah. In some situations like that, too. It's really hard. And it's not like just a balance you can find once and get right, because it's different for every single person you meet. So. And like the thing is, too, is you recognize that you did some stuff that you don't like, and that's growth, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think I've got a pretty blase, maybe the better way to think about it is pretty dude outlook on life. Like the dude from the movie The Big Lebowski. You Although are, he's kind of a loser, but... You like, are an ordained Dudist now. I am an ordained minister of the Church of the Dudes, so... Uh, I don't know. Like, you, you've, you've recognized something, you can grow from it. That's I, I, I feel really awkward giving that kind of advice. I'm not equipped, so I'm going to just unmute GSP and let them jump in. So, we are crushing it. Amazing login. Don't worry about it. The worst part about giving advice is that someone might take it, and then you feel like it's your fault for whatever the outcome is. I think, Stephen, you said when uh, Zeke said that he changed his life based on your advice, you were like, I didn't want that kind of pressure. Yeah, he was he was freaked out. He said, I'm kind of freaked out by hearing that. Uh, yeah, uh, Zeke Aran, who's on here, wants to, I don't know if he's in the Discord or not, but he was on one of the shows and he lives in Colorado Springs. Um, he got me into programming by like asking why I didn't do it. He sent me automated boring stuff, some Python tutorial, which I always study people if they're curious to start programming. And it's... Uh, totally changed the life trajectory of my uh, adult life. And he, he was freaked out that that happened. And I'm like, I think that's just life, man. You, you, <laughs> you get a fan comment and change somebody's life. Yeah. And so I guess it means like try to be careful, but it also just means like that's how everyone's lives work. You know, my wife got into social work because her second roommate in college was a social worker. Prior to that, she was an art major. And like it, 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 if they hadn't landed in the same dorm room together, then they wouldn't. Then she probably wouldn't be doing what she's doing now. So it's just things just happen. Mm -hmm. That's that you know you want to take the driver's seat as much as possible, but I think you just got to take what comes at you when you can too. See, this isn't articulate. Right. All right, uh, let's get GSB on real quick before hey, we call it. Man. Yeah, Sonar Man, thumbs up. Howdy! Oh. Great to be back. And hey, I appreciate hey. that. Ah, uh, we're glad to, glad to glad to hear you as well. I have this problem where I try to, like, I think two things, and then I try yeah. to say them both. I'm like, I'm glad you're on, and it's great to hear you, and they go, I do that all the time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a thing. The struggle's real. Yeah. Um, Ineash, I would add on that, it's weird to know people you're taking your advice shit thing. I recall you commenting another time on someone saying that about the marriage episode. Mm, yeah. And seemed relevant. Was it me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was it you? Uh, I mean... I, I, I think that you said it certainly impacted your thinking. I feel I, like I I've like... been told who it was, but I don't know. Currently. Okay. Oh my gosh, there's a kitty. 
Sorry, that was me. Oh, that is oh, a that's fine, Zelda. That oh, is a fine kitty, Steven. She's a big sweetheart. She slept in our bed last night for the first time. Yeah. She's come in a couple times to like wake us up and and want attention, which is super sweet. But like, she spent the first whole first day on the top of the cabinets, just like getting acclimated. I thought that she didn't like us and she was nervous. But yeah, so the, last night I didn't even notice that she was sleeping on her bed till I woke up this morning. And then she was just all attention wanting and she wanted yeah. pets. And she did that thing where she pushes her face into your face. And oh, like, I, you know, <laughs> she could rip her it, it was just very uh, heartwarming. So she still doesn't like being, I don't know, like if she doesn't want attention, she'll walk away from you, which we totally respect. But she hung out with us. And so she actually loves us. And it was very nice. It's only been a week. Yeah, so. that's a good about that. Yeah. Appreciate that. How is life back on the East Coast? Uh, I'm. I couldn't say. I'm headed there next week, but I'm in Minnesota. Uh, oh, okay. Long trip then. Uh, it was. It worked out pretty great. A couple of other people, including several from this Discord that I know, are going to a rad event in New York uh, for the solstice. Right? Aren't you going? Which will, yes. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to go. Um, I need to figure out logistics around that. Uh, that that sounds like a hell of a drive, but you know, if you're daffing. Oh, man. Yeah. It's true. I've done like twenty-four hour drives. I wouldn't want to drive that far. I mean, aside from it just really, the, I, I thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, I drove from here to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, for my bootcamp. But New York—that's like, I mean, like you said, that's twenty hours, twenty-four hours, twenty-four, twenty-six hours. Jesus, yeah, twenty if you're driving like a champ. Okay, <laughs> twenty-seven is the next. Yeah. Um, Actually, on the drive to uh, to and from Scottsdale, I found myself actually really enjoying it. Like, there's something really great about, especially if your life's really hectic, just kind of realizing all I have to do is drive. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-oh, the only thing I'm responsible for doing right now is driving. Um, and then you can just kind of chill. You can look at the scenery. You can listen to lots of podcasts or audiobooks. I think Matt Freeman put this on one of his Duke episodes or one of his podcasts, but he was like, do you guys remember when you used to listen, used to listen excuse me, do you remember when you used to listen to music in the car? I can hear myself echoing that was driving me crazy. And yeah, it's been the longest time since I've listened to music in the car. It, I I had to disconnect my battery to clean the terminals and stuff on it a couple weekends ago. And I was at my parents' house, my dad was helping because it was over Thanksgiving. And he was like, are, are you sure, you know, it's not going to ruin your radio presets or whatever? And I'm like, I've had this car for six years. I don't think I have any radio presets. Like I have a CD in the car. And it's the only CD I own because it's a comedy album by Tom Segura and signed it when I saw my comedy works. Oh, nice. And I also only keep it in the car in the event that like my phone dies or something, right? So like I have something to listen to, <laughs> so I'm not stuck with my thoughts. But <laughs> <laughs> there is no worse hell. Well, that's actually a great thing to stuck with my thoughts. Well, depends on your thoughts. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Um, I like thinking, so yeah. getting a lot of time to just. I found podcasts to be a really great, like having not having to waste time on my commute anymore, or not not having my commute be completely wasted time has been a large life improvement. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. But I think we are getting less. This may be false, completely false. I fear it's possible that society may be getting less contemplative on a whole because we just don't have as much time to spend alone with our thoughts. Like no, I think that's true. Um, I like the recommendations that, um, oh, I forget the blog, but there's a, a rationalist blogger who recommended people take Sabbaths. 
Mm, yes, that was a good one. Yeah, wasn't that the Slack thing? Yeah. 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 Um, I need to do more, like, structured thinking time. I feel like that would behoove me to, like, just keep my files in order, you know? I kind of... It's not exactly the same, but meditation is good for that, too. That's kind of sitting there and not thinking, but you're getting that space that you don't generally get. Yeah. Uh, if you do make it, Jess, Phoenix, I will... I have another... I have my next project in the works that I should have a teaser up for on uh, the Mega Meetup. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Hmm. They're doing the Unconference again. Oh, cool. oh Unconference? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed the one that they did last time I was at the New York Solstice. Yeah. If you're if you're in the New York area, I will be there talking, giving a better organized version of some of what I discussed in my own episode. Okay. The chance to sort of call the the broad the interesting broad strokes of the book that the book itself doesn't gestures at but doesn't really talk about. Hmm. Curious to check that out. And uh, good night to the people who are in. Yeah. We should probably wrap it up. It's been yeah. three hours. It's been it's been a bit. I could make some dinner now and eat. I haven't eaten since, eaten since breakfast. Probably do that. Yes, yeah. that is a good idea. <laughs> Human fuel is important. Okay. Um, Shall we wrap it up? Oh, okay. I guess we will, since this is actually going to be the episode that we put out on Wednesday as well, I will say at this point that we're not going to have an episode in two weeks because as is traditional, I'm hoping I didn't create this with you guys, but I've never done a Christmas episode for anything I've ever done. <laughs> Because I'm like, fuck it, it's Christmas, I'm taking it off. Uh, you guys okay with skipping the next one? We can tear this in two parts and get out of that way. Honestly, we probably should. You think? <laughs> it's like four hours. That's well, hours yeah. Hours. Maybe we will do that then. That, I, that's, huh. I wish I'd thought of something like that for what I'm doing. <laughs> next year. Or you can just say, you know, guys, it's Christmas. Happy having a week off and with that podcast. Spend some time with your own thoughts, damn you. I mean, I guess that's an option, but. I, I'm not sure I want to wish that on people necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is the interactive episode. Was great. Cool. I'm glad that people enjoyed it and that it did actually work out. I was a bit worried, <laughs> especially in the beginning, that we weren't going to figure out the technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll work the kinks out for the next one. Right. And as long as I see Lorik and Coy are both in here, I want to thank you both for your guys' contributions to the We Want More podcast. I only use the feed that. Uh, that Koi put together for my own re-listening, and Lorik, your, your art is awesome. So, oh, Lorik, the art. Yeah. Fuck, thanks, Lorik. That art is awesome. Yeah. And did we ever mention on the podcast that, Jess, you did the art for uh, Basic did. Conspiracy? We did. Okay. It's been too long, though. Jess did the art for our show. <laughs> yeah. And Which was amazing. Yeah. Inyash was like, oh, I know somebody who does, who does art stuff, like when we were first getting started. And uh, it was perfect. And then when he came out, it would have been like, a few or a few times meeting him, maybe even a few episodes before I'm like, wait, you're the person who did that? So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. fun to work on. All right. Um, Yay. Let's say goodnight. Cool. Good night, everybody. Let's wait for the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so in 30 seconds, you'll see us waiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And we'll see you guys in a month or so. Yep. Sounds great. Okay. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Thanks.